Live from New York. It's Sunday night. I mean, yeah. Oh, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> wrong show, Rabbi. Yeah. W- w- welcome to uh, Sunday Night Novi. Sunday Night Novi is a presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. 613 on your dial. Um, I've been questioned about the podcast. They're all up there. Um, I-, I think the I think all but one sheer on Safer Shoftim, which I just forgot to record, um, but they're all up there. It's on every Every podcast platform, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, uh, they're, they're, all, they're all up there. You just have to Google my name. Uh, or you just go to jewishpodcast.fm and you could search down in the names. You click on me and you get all my all the shiur. Um, so just uh, look, you got you to gotta just sort through it. There's some halacha there, there's some dafyomi there, and there's some and all the nubi shiurim are up there. So if you, if, if you know someone that's... Uh, Looking for that, certainly you should um, uh, you should you should let them know. Okay, um, I wanted to go through uh, just before we get we get into um, before we go further. I, I wanted to get into a couple of gemaras um, that cut, that came up in last week's discussion. Um, last week's discussion, we were discussing. Uh, Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, last week we were discussing Kama, and we were discussing her bitterness. We were discussing how she davened, uh, and we we were discussing um, uh, some of some of the different things that she had said in in her tefillah. Um, and we we're up to the part where where she's going to be challenged uh, by by Ailey. So that's that's kind of where we stop. So I, I wanted to just to share just a couple of gemaras uh, uh, defining to us exactly um, what Hannah was was really saying. So um, the, um, it's a gemara in Brachas and Daf Lamed Aleph Amid Beis. So I, I want to just go through a couple of these gemaras because I think uh, uh, it, it sheds a little a, a little um, a little little um, insight into. Um, what 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 exactly what what exactly she was saying? So here's how it goes. It says Vatidor Neder Vatomer Hashem Svakos. So we said that she made a vow and she called Hashem the the uh, Lord of the Master of Legions, Lord of Hosts. So we mentioned this. Radak mentioned quoted this Gemara last week. Amar Rabbi Lazar Miyom Shabara Kodesh Baruch Hu from the time of creation, Lohaya Adam Shakare La Kodesh Baruchu Tsavos Ashabasa Khana Ukraasus. Khana was the first to use the term that God is the is the Lord, the Lord of hosts. Amra Khana Lifteya Kodesh Baruchu. Miyom Ribonishoila. Khana said in front of a Kodesh Baruchu, Master of the Universe, Mikol Siv Eight Savos, Shabarasa Balomecha, Kasha Benecha. Um, I mean, from all your legions and from all your uh, um, from all your hosts, is it so hard to give me just one son? I mean, I mean, look, you know, look, look at the universe around me, and and, and you know what 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 is so hard? <laughs> Why can't you just uh, give me uh, uh, my new son? Um, I just um, I neglected to mention. Um, as always, all, all the all, all the Navi Shirmer are dedicated to Zechonishmas Rabbi Yachmiel ben Aaron Meir, 
um, whose yard site is coming up very, very rapidly for us yard site. So just uh, keep that in mind. Okay, then the Shama Shav and Aliyah. Uh, anyway, so so that was the first thing he said. Masha Lama Adavadoma. So what, what was he really saying? It's it's a it's a marshal, it's a parable to a king who makes a, a feast for his servants. One poor person comes to the king and knocks on the door. And the poor person says, Give me a, a, a piece of bread. And they don't they don't pay attention to him. He pushes his way in and, and, he, and he goes before the king. He says to the king, You know, my lord, the king. Look at this big, uh, tremendous, this big, tremendous meal that you made. From this whole meal, you can't give me a, a, a stick of bread. You can't give me, you can't give me one dish. You can't give me a little, a little food. So that's what Hannah said. Kana said, "Look at this world. Uh, there's there's so much in this world. You can't you can't give me a child. Come on, Imra Osire. If you take note uh, uh, of of your suffering, Amar Rabbi Elazar, Amar Kana Lefnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Here's where it get, here's here's where the Gemara turns. To interesting stuff here. Ribon Shaolam, Imra O Motav. If you take note of my suffering and grant me a child, great. The Imlav Tira." But if not, you will take note. I will step to force the outcome. Elech, Suchana <laughs> says, this is an amazing story. Elech, the estater bali. I'm going to go and I'm going to seclude myself from my husband with another man. And what and what's going to happen? And he's going to warn me not to be with that other man. He's, we're going to create a sota. The keva and the mistatarna. So once I violate the edict, and and once I I I do I do um, you know I go through the process of sota, so so I'm going to be forced to be brought to the kohen. And you can't make your you can't make your Torah into a lie. Shenemar zera. It says in the Torah that if somebody is innocent and they drink the mesota, then they have children. And you can't make your Torah into a lie. So if you don't give me children, I'm going to make myself a sota. I'm going to force the Kohen to give me the mesota. I'm going to drink it. And then you're going to have to give me a child. <laughs> very, 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 very strong uh, uh, words. Now, 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 there's a discussion in the Gemara. That's enough for tonight. You know, first of all, it doesn't make sense, you know, fully what she was saying, because is that is that really true that every time, uh, so so we don't need the Pua Institute for Jewish fertility, we need Sota. Like, like every woman who can't have a child should become a Sota. I don't need to tell you the chaos that that's going to create. But that, so the Gemara says that's not really what it means. It means that, 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 that if a woman ha- had children in, in pain, she'll she'll have a easier pregnancies. Uh, um, she'll she'll uh, you know she'll have uh, good looking children. She'll, it doesn't really mean what Khan said, said it meant because otherwise otherwise every 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 woman who has fertility issues will go and become a sota and, and automatically she'll become uh, she'll become uh, uh, she'll have children. 
and will solve her fertility problems because it can't make the Torah into a falsehood. The bottom line, but what's really, what's really this Gemara is saying, this Gemara was saying is that out of desperation, Hannah pulled out all the stops. She, she wasn't leaving any stone unturned in her desire to daven for, for, for a child. I mentioned, um, I mentioned last week, Rachel, you mean, right? What does Rachel say? Rachel says that if I don't have children, you know, I'm going to die. Like, you know, um, and, and Hannah had that very, very same, same sense. And I mentioned last week that she, um, that, that she was, you know, she was determined to, to overturn the Gazar, the Gazar Din and Shemayim that she should not have children. She was going to go, she was going to go to the nth degree to, to make sure she had that child. Of course, the irony of it is, of course, she didn't just have a child. She had, she had the greatest of children, so and had many more. Okay, so anyways, that's a, that's just something I wanted to share with you. Uh, then the Gemara continues a little bit. Uh, just a, a couple of more Gemaras. Then we'll come back to the Novi. Then we'll come back to the Gemara. So because the Gemara, the Gemara analyzes this whole story. So, so it says, Chana says. If you if you look at the suffering of your servant, uh, she says, "Don't forget me and give me a child." I'm a Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina. Shalosh Amasos Why does she say? Why does she call herself a maid servant three times? Why was it necessary in the Pesukim to use that term three times? So I'm So Chana said in front of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, Rabbonisha Olam, master of, of the of, of the universe. Shlosha Bidke Misa Barasi Bisha. There were three mitzvahs that you created, and you said that if a woman does it does is not careful about these mitzvahs, a woman could potentially die in, in, in childbirth. We say it every fr- uh, uh, every Friday night. Uh, 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 right. Why is the term? Right, there are three things that a woman dies at childbirth. Three bonds of death. Right, if she if she's not careful about uh, family purity, chala. Uh, um, the mitzvah of Rosh the sixth parsha, the halachas and the and, and lighting Shabbos candles. Kulum avarti olachas v'hem. Sulchana said, "Is there even one uh, that that I that I was not careful to to fulfill?" V'nasato lamasecha zera anashim, my zera anashim, marav gavra v'guvrin, a man among men, a man who is unique among his fellows, an outstanding individual. She asked for. Shmuel Amar, Zera Shemosheach's Neyanashim. She asked for someone is going to anoint two kings. Oman Inun Shal Vadola. Yochanan Amar, Zera Sheshako, Vishneyanan. And also he's equal of two men. Oman Inun Moshe Viaron. Shanamar, Moshe Viaron, a Kohanav, Mushmuel, the Koreshimo. Rabbanan Amri, Zera Anasim. Zera Shemuvla, Benanashim. Offspring that is absorbed, inconspicuous among people. Kiyosu Rav Dimi Amar, Lo arach, lo guts, not tall, not short, lo katan, lo ilim, lo tzachor, lo gechor, lo chacham, lo tipesh. Anyway, anyway, these are the various um, 
interpretations of, of Hannah's tefillah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What exactly she was asking for, uh, she, she, uh, she essentially, she set up the basement. She set up the court. And she said, and she said here's the case. I'm going to present you my case before you. Um, I, I have not violated even the slightest. I, I was I was makbid on chala and nido and hadlokas and there. He said, um, I, I, I've done it all. I've I've been careful. I, I've 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 done everything I wanted. Give me a child that's that's a uh, that's going to contribute to Am Yisrael. That's going to make a difference. That's going to be great. Um, just give me that child, and and that's and that and that's what Hannah. Uh, for. Now, um, the other thing I wanted to mention is that the pasuk, we, 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 the, the one of the last pasukim we mentioned uh, last week uh, was um, pasuk Yid Gimel. We, uh, it's uh, page six in the art scroll. It's paragal pasuk Yid Gimel. The Chana Daberis Aliba. Right. It says that Chana. Was was speaking um, what was speaking on her quietly. She was speaking quietly. Rocks was saying, "Naos, only her lips were moving." yishma, and her voice was not heard by Right. So, um, so, so the Masudas David pointed out. I mentioned this last week that that she was moving her lips. She looked uh, deranged. Uh, you know, she looked like she was drunk because it wasn't a common practice to to daven quietly. So the Gemara says like this: It means that she was that it refers to the matters physically upon her heart. This is what he, she said. Every 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 everything that you Everything that that you created in a in a um, in a woman, um, you did not create anything for the wrong reason, for the unnecessary. eyes to see, ears to hear, a nose to smell, a mouth to speak, hands with which to do work. Raglaim lahalakba, feet to walk, dadim, um, breasts lahanikbahem to 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 nurse a child, dadim alalo shenasata alibi, lama. He says these breasts that are on my my chest, what are they there for? Lo lahaniyakbahem. Um, is isn't it isn't it there? Um, to to uh, to nurse a child, um, tainly ben. Meaning, meaning, meaning. So the other angle that that she used was the angle of Kiddush Hashem. She said, she said, in your creation, you have created the body parts to function in a certain way. Each body part has a special level of functioning. She said, "What about my body parts? What about my women body parts that are specifically there?" To, for children, for you know the inside and the outside, and and all and all of those things. Why did you create them in me? It'll be a chil Hashem if, if if someone will say, "See, God creates things for no reason." So give me a child. So so uh, so if, if I was a lawyer, which I'm not, 
although we have a lawyer here, um, I, I would say she she fully presented her case. The prosecution the, the, the prosecution rests, and um, Khana has completely uh, presented her case. Uh, she left no stone unturned to defend herself, to to explain herself, to to tell Hakadosh Baruch Hu, I'm the wrong one to take out your anger on. Um, just give me a child. The lesson is clearly that we don't give up. We don't give up in life. You don't give up in life. If you fall, get up. Try it again. How many times have we done things and then come back to them a year later and not been successful the first time and the second time we've been tremendously successful? Story of life. We fall. Right? Until I fall, I get up. And and that's what Hannah taught us. Hannah didn't want to hear. I mentioned last week that, that, that when Elkanah said to her, aren't I better than 10 children? He was saying to her, I understand. You're not gonna, you will not be the mother of my children. I understand that. And, 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 he, and he said to her, and I'm okay with that. It's okay. You're still more precious to me than all the children. Hannah said, no. That's not good enough. Not good enough. We have to push ourselves. We have to keep trying. Okay, there might come to a point where it just doesn't work anymore. But got to keep trying. Right? You, 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 you ever listen to sports talk? It's an amazing thing. I remember uh, one, one, one year... One year, I mean, it's a little bit of a joke, but and Giants won Super Bowl. So what are they talking about the next day? They're talking about all the things that the Giants need to improve on. And and I'm laughing. I said, need to improve on. They just won the Super Bowl. What do they? What could they possibly do better than 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 win the Super Bowl? And the answer, but but there was a tremendous muscle lesson in that. Okay, you won the Super Bowl. Well, what's going to be next year? Uh, maybe there are, you know, you got there, but 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 it's not good enough just to get there. Okay, I'm done, Putter. Right now, we could be bad for the next twenty seasons. No, no. What 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 what's the chisaro next year? That you know, who do we have to draft? Who do we have to trade for that we're going to be even a better team than we were this year? Right, that's what they talk about. What do they need to improve on? It's the draft. We won the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. Won the World Series. Doesn't matter. What, what, what do we, what's, what's the next step? There's always a next step. And that's, and that's what Hannah taught us. There's always a next step. No, no, I'm not settling for this life that I have. Life is about growing. Life is about moving. I have to improve. And my improvement means I have to have a child. I want to hold a baby. And I'm not resting until that happens. It's the story of our lives. Can't rest until until it works. Rabbi Wine tells a great story. 
um, about, I think it was Rav Shraga Mendelovitz, uh, one time, um, the great Rosh Shiva of, I think, Torah Vadas. Um, anyway, he came to, um, if, if, if I'm wrong, if it's, it's Torah Vadas, yeah. Uh, uh, if, um, anyway, he comes to Florida to raise money. And, and uh, he was in, at that point, in, uh, you know, a little bit on in age. So Rabbi, Rabbi Wine says to him, he says, you know, Rabbi, you know, Rabbi, maybe, you know, maybe we should uh, take a break. We should rest. Uh, you know, you've been going around many hours. So, so Rabbi Mandelovich looks at him and he says, rest in the grave, we rest. <laughs> and uh, so he was not interested in uh, stopping his day. Uh, we don't rest. Like we're not, we, stagnation is the worst thing in life. When people are stagnant, right? Oh, we got there. Oh, we're doing what we're supposed to, right? Doesn't work that way. Got to keep pushing. Got to keep pushing. Chana taught us keep, keep, keep pushing. Keep, keep improving. Keep getting better. Keep, keep rising. Keep, keep, keep. Uh, come up with creative ways to be better. And that, that's what Chana taught us. And she taught us how to daven. She said, well, she, she, the Gemara says that, 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 that some of our, some will get, we'll get a little bit into that also. Some, that some of the halachas of davening is based on, on, on Chana. Taught us how to daven. She taught us how, how to connect to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And, and, and we, we, we have to, we have to take that lesson with us. Plus a good so let's let's talk about Elia Cohen. So first of all, Elia Cohen was the God of the door. So that's for sure. So you mentioned last week that some say that on this day he was appointed to be the Shofet. He was the last of the Shoftim. He lived to a, a ripe old age, uh, died a tragic death. Um, dies when he hears that the, we'll get to it uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, more than a couple of weeks, but in a, in a few weeks. Um, when when the Aaron is captured by the by the Plishtim, so he the the shock of that uh, he falls off a chair and he dies. Uh, but he was an old man at the time; it wasn't, it wasn't like a young man. Anyway, he was the Shofet. He was the God of Lador, and so we're going to get into some issue with him and Shmuel soon. But uh, anyway, so Eli is and he was going go. Um, Eli is there, and he know he sees Chana. And he sees, and he sees what, in his opinion, looks like some form of drunkenness. So Vayomer Eliah Pasuk Yedalat Eli Ad Matai Masai Tishtakarin. Put you know, you know the Masudat David says, Tirah Baatzmecha as a shikwas ze zman maruba. It looks like you've been drunk for a while. If, if you drank a lot of wine, says the Sudat David, then it's time to stop and time to take a nap, go, go take a walk. Uh, you know, uh, by, the, by, by the way, coffee is a myth. Uh, uh, having a cup of coffee does not does not in any way um, uh, remove drunkenness. The only thing that removes drunkenness, one thing. Learned this in the driving course. Time. It's the only thing. You got to take a walk. You're taking a nap is helpful because because it's a passing of time. But you got to just you got to you got to wait it out. 
Um, and that's what Ailey told her. So, so that that that's that's what he that's what he saw. Uh, the Radak points out that 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 he saw her shaking, and he tells her. Uh, Right, he tells the ain at osek kishar hamis palim shaomrim bakasha sam bedera shatuchal lishmoa. Radak says that Eli said to her, "You don't appear, you don't daven in the way that people are davening." The Abba Pisha lifamim hamis palel omer devarav bechashay ksas. He says that even though sometimes when people daven, they do drop their voice and say things. Quietly, I feel so. mixes the He says, even the person who davens a little bit quietly, but at some point they raise their voice and they and they call out to Hashem. The ad here base kol And you seem to be busy davening. We don't hear a word out of, out of you. Not not a not a sound. Not a scream. Not a cry. So you must be therefore drunk because of your behavior. So he says that I, I you know, you just, you, you just, you just don't look right. Like, 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 like you're presenting yourself as a drunken woman, and it must be because your behavior indicates. Because even if you're deep in tefillah, even if you're davening strong, but something you'd say out loud. Something you raise your voice a little bit, nothing. You're just complete. You've gone completely silent. So, so obviously you were, you were, you were drunk. Right. So davening quietly was not the, the norm back then. Vatan Chana, Vatomer Lo Aduni. So Chana says to says to her, to, I'm sorry to Ailey, says to Ailey. You got it wrong. Ishak Shasruach Anochi. She said, I am a woman of, of a grieved spirit, meaning a, a broken spirit. I haven't drank not wine or 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 beer or champagne or whatever we translate Shekhar. Uh, um, and I pour out my heart. In front of Hashem, right? It's like the pasuk Kenecha. Shevri kamayim libech nochach b'nei Hashem. Right? Pour out my heart like water towards Hashem. And she said, Shevri kamayim libech nochach b'nei Hashem. She said, This, this, this is what I am doing. I, I poured out my heart to, towards Hashem. Wrote Salomar ata Adoni lo kena davar. I'm reading Mitzudat David. You got it wrong. It's not what you think. Avalani Isha Kishasrua. Rotsa Lomar, I want to say, Mitzara Vidaga, from aggravation and worry. Umidas, Basi Hainal is Pala. Because of that, I've come here to Davin. Below me, bleed Das Kashikor, and not without any thought like a drunkard. Yayim Vishekha, Lo Shasisi. Right, 
she she said, "Don't be shocked that that you saw my lips moving and nothing was coming out because my my heart is completely poured out in front of in front of Hashem." He said, and there was no purpose in me raising my voice that he that he should hear me. Um, she said, I'm just a bitter, uh, just a bitter woman. Barovatvila, the Radak says, that I, I poured out my heart, my soul, uh, in an in, in intense form of of tfila. So that's what she said. That was her that was her line of of, of defense. And then she says, do not look at me with Don't look at me as um as a, a woman who's possibly uh, is a is generally a term used for people that are idol worshippers or doing bad things. Uh, don't view me and don't put me in that. Because out of my, my grief and my anger. I have spoken till now. Um, as the Masudat of it again, don't, don't think I'm a bad person that I would come drunk to Hashem's house. If, if, it, if it, what you're saying is true, so what am I doing? What, what is all this davening I'm doing if I'm, if I'm doing it as a sign of drunkenness? Because of the of how Penina has angered me, I have a lot to say. She said, "I'm you know I'm busy." Um, anyway, and the Radak says, says a, a similar uh, line, right? Right. Interesting. Rashi Rashi uses a term. Um, by Sihi from my, my great conversation, my great talk. So Rashi uses a uses a word, Shahulashon Aninus slave. Uh, aninus. What's it what's an onane? An onane is a is somebody who 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 lost a relative that they have to sit shiva for. One of the what's called the Zion Krovan. And and before the Kfura, before the burial, they're they're in a sta- status known as Aninus. What does that mean? So halakhically, they're not allowed to perform any positive commandments. They're not allowed to, they don't daven, they don't make brachos, they don't do havdalah if it's Motsway Shabbos, they, they, don't, they don't do any, any mitzvahs. No, no davening, nothing, until the kvura, until the burial. That's called um, um, uh, to uh, so so um, Rabbi Salvechik uh, once said that aninus is a time of questioning. Uh, now, the, the, the halachic reason why an onin doesn't do mitzvahs is because he's supposed to be involved in making sure that the burial is taking place properly. But Rabbi Salvechik once said that the concept of aninus is a time of questioning. A time where we where we, we take a step back and we turn to a Kodesh Baruch Hu and we say Eicha, you know, how did this happen? Why, you know, why why, why did this happen? So it, it's it's a it's a beautiful lashon that Rashi that Rashi uses 
the Chana had an Anina Salev, that she felt, she felt, she felt in, in her heart like the status of an Onain, where, where she questioned, you know, what, what, you know, why is she going through this kind of, uh, of, of suffering? That's a beautiful uh, lesson that Rashi, that Rashi uses to describe uh, her pain and her suffering. So, anyway, yeah, you, you have to feel for the woman. Uh, I, I, I think if you read this psukim and you don't feel bad for her, even though, even though um, she lived uh, thirty five hundred years ago, um, then you know you really haven't read the psukim uh, right. Um, and and the idea is that is that we do see women today that, that do have trouble in this area of childbirth. And I mentioned a number of times. Uh, uh, Baruch Hashem, we have the Pua Institute in Eretz Israel that has has done tremendous work on uh, on, uh, on 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 couples uh, who are having fertility issues, uh, and so we have, we've made tremendous advancements in 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 those areas. Um, and uh, but but you have but you have to know that when people uh, come to if you, if, you, if you've had the opportunity to watch um, uh, Stissel, so 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 in the show Stissel they deal a little bit with this topic. Uh, uh, of things that need to be done in order to have uh, children. If you haven't watched it, um, you're missing out on an unbelievable uh, Israeli show. Uh, so I highly recommend. I believe it's. I believe all three seasons are now on Netflix. Um, but I would watch it in Hebrew because it's much. Because you get really the story when you watch it in Hebrew. Um, anyway, but uh, anyway, so they deal with that issue, and you see. You know, these are real issues uh, all, all the time. Uh, you know, the, the Pua Institute is getting calls and people and 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 they're working with, with, with people throughout the ages uh, where there's always stories of women coming to the Rebbe, uh, women going to Keva Rochel, um, you know, all, all, the, all those stories of uh, of that. And so you have to feel for Hannah. You have to feel for her. Um, and again, as I've said so many times, Novi is talking to us. Um, the Navi is trying to to teach us empathy in this story. That that there's a woman who was struggling through a basic basic life struggle, and and, and to walk away from the story and not feel bad for her, is uh, is is not okay. Um, of course, you know, because you could take the approach, but what are we feeling bad for? Because in the end of the day, it works out. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's good to know. That 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 part of the story is Baruch Atah Hashem Shomeya Tefillah. The part of that story is that is that a Kaddish Baruch Hu listens to 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 the Tefillos of uh, of people. Uh, that's a, so that's what you smile on. I mean, you know, when she gives birth to Shmuel, you smile and you and you Mazel Tov, and we send candy platters and we and you know we make a they make a Shalom Zohar and and we all come and uh, we're dancing, we're singing and Zmiras. Hundred percent. So, so yes, when you learn Novi, you have the advantage of knowing the end of the story. That doesn't matter. Shmuel Novi writes this story. It's about his own mother, obviously, um, to to teach us to have that sense of empathy, to look around at our generation, look at couples who are married two, three, four, five years, and don't have children, and and not not saying that we should necessarily ask them uh, about it. But we do need, but we do need to make people aware that there is an institute in Israel called Pua, and they do have 
They do work with couples here in America too. It is important that couples are aware that they do have a place to turn, that there is that 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 we are concerned, that Hannah taught us to be concerned about infertility issues. Uh, and and there is a place to turn to today. And we do have to, I, I think couples should be told this in uh before it's even an issue, when they're when they're uh, having premarital counseling, which I'm a very big fan of, uh, that's enough for another that's for another time and another year. Um, but couples should be told in the in their in the chassan and kala classes that they have trouble having children. There are places to turn. They shouldn't they shouldn't give hope. They shouldn't they shouldn't despair. There are people that are out there that that can help them. And that's the empathy that we're supposed to, I, I, I think, again, I'm the one giving the share, so I get to, it's my opinion. Um, um, I, I, uh, I think that's the empathy that we're supposed to walk away from this story. You have to feel bad for Hannah. She, she, she wanted one thing in life, one normal thing. She wanted to have a child. She wanted to hold a baby. She wanted that, you know, she wanted to, to feel that life inside her. And, and, and she had a hard time until she finally got there. And I think, I think that's a very important lesson of the story. So let's, let's just uh, a few more minutes and then we'll continue. You see how deep, you see how deep the story is that I, I can't even get through this parrot in three weeks. <laughs> anyway, uh, now, Vayan Eli Vayomer. So Eli answers her and says, Eli tells her, you know what? You know what? You've taught me a lesson, and I admire you. Uh, but I want you to know you should go home. You've done your job. You davened. You did everything you can. Go home. But I want to give you a bracha that a Kaddish bracha should answer you tefillah. You davened. You did your job. Go home. Right, so Masudat David says that was Eli's tvila. Chana's tvila was for her knee. Eli's tvila is that the Rebbeinu Shaolam should listen to her tvila. So Eli said, "Yehiratzon, melfanecha, shalokei Yisrael yitain as sheilasech." May it be Hashem's will that that your all your requests are answered. Asher shalalt meimo, and that that was Eli's response. What, what response to to her? Uh, so the uh, Radak says uh, it's possible. He says perish derech tefila. He says the the simple explanation was that it was a derech tefila, the meaning he davened that Hashem should answer our tefilas. Or he was telling her it, prophetically, go home. Don't worry, it's going to be okay. It could mean that he was telling her, don't worry, go home. It's going to be okay. Right? And that's why she was able to eat and feel better because she, she, she put her hope in the words of the Navi. Now, now, so if, so Radak presents two approaches. So approach number one, he says, he says, if it was a tefillah, and Eli David that Hashem should answer her tefillah, 
Great. And then he also said, I'm going to continue to daven for you. Go home. Don't worry. I'm going to also daven for you. And, and she felt, and that made her feel better because, because, because that message of empathy was, was achieved and, and, and she felt better and she ate. Or the other possibility is he told her that, that go home. Um, um, and, and she put her faith in the Novi. She had great faith in the Novi and, and she's gone and, and she felt better. And therefore she, she sat down and she ate. Um, right, he's gonna, he's gonna, and he tells her that, that, you know, he's gonna really be, be, uh, uh, an unbelievable, uh, person. So, so I, I think just, uh, to conclude, we read this, we read this as the Haftorah on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So the, the obvious reason that we read this as a Haftorah the first day of Rosh Hashanah is because Chana, Gemara says that Chana became pregnant on Rosh Hashanah. And, but I think the deeper meaning is because Rosh Hashanah is a time of uncertainty. It's a lot of uncertainty in our lives. What's going to be this year? Are we going to be healthy? Are we going to, are we going to have enough money? Or are our kids going to be able to be successful? Um, you know, you know, what's going to change in our lives this year, right? Think back, think back two years, Rosh Hashanah. We had no idea what was coming, what was coming in front of us, right? Right? Uh, and we just don't know. So Rosh Hashanah is a time of great uncertainty. When you have times of great uncertainty, and, 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 and there's nothing you can do that much to control the narrative, when you can control the narrative, you sure can't. But a lot of times we don't, because we don't really know. We don't know what, what what's going to be in a month and six months. You know, you know, some, you know, you know, we we enter different different stages of our children. Some of us have children that are in shaducha. Some of the some of our children need to get into schools, or whether it's a high school, a, a college, a graduate school, or some program, or some job, or they're looking for jobs and they're looking for different. It's a it's a great time of uncertainty, Rosh Hashanah. Chana taught us that if we daven intensely, that, that the answer that Eli gave her is front and center of our existence. That, that, that if we do our part, we come, uh, we will shofar, and the Gemara says, uh, the Gemara says that the shofar is the carrier pigeon of, uh, of our tefillahs on Rosh Hashanah. If we do all of that, then a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, is, is Elokei Yisrael Yitain And so many times in life, we Baruch Hashem, most, many of us have had Elokei Yisrael Yitain Hashem has granted us special blessings. Uh, just to be able to sit here healthy after this past year is a special blessing that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has given us. And Chana taught us that, that the route to getting there is through tefillah. And tefillah is a critical at part of Rosh Hashanah, and it's certainly a critical part of daily existence. But but particularly on Rosh Hashanah, when we come into a time of particular uncertainty, we have to know that there was Chana sitting there in front of Eli uh, with great uncertainty, and and, and Eli either through Navua or through a tefillah, uh, and and that's also important. That 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 if I if I, if I have a need and I see, and I see I come to Shul Rosh Hashanah and I see somebody is, is needs needs. So I should dive in for them as well. I should see, I, I, I should see what Ailey saw. Ailey saw a woman in great, 
distress and in great need. And, and when Ailey had the conversation with her and, and, she, and he understood what he was, so according to the first shot in the Radak, he said, I'm also going to daven for you. I'll give you a bracha that Hashem should answer you to feel, but I'm going to daven for you too. And that's what Rosh Hashanah is about. And that's why this is a critical Haftorah on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, not enough attention is paid to this Haftorah on Rosh Hashanah. But, 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 but learning it right now, you have to come to appreciate the critical role that Chana plays in Rosh Hashanah. Chana clarifies the uncertainty. That Chana teaches us that when we have that uncertainty, we have to daven intensely. And we have to look around the room and, and daven for each other. As Ailey said to Chana, I'm going to daven for you too. That's what Rosh Hashanah is about. And that's why this was chosen to be the Haftorah on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, we're going to stop here for tonight. Uh, and Hashem, we will continue next Sunday night. Uh, as always, I thank you all for joining me and, and, and continuing to join me. And again, uh, it will be up on the podcast uh, sometime tonight or tomorrow. Have a great night.